Be Coastal at the Boatyard Restaurant, located at 1515 Southeast 17th Street Causeway in Fort Lauderdale. Here, you'll feel part of the yachting tradition of South Florida as you experience the Boatyard's hooked-table, seafood-eccentric menu with fresh catches listed by name of the fisherman who caught them. The Boatyard's open kitchen is also known for premium grilled cuts of meat and a menu that's sourced from local ingredients. Sit inside in modern nautical-themed rooms or dockside and watch the boats cruise by as you enjoy lunch, dinner, and Sunday brunch. Monday through Friday, the locals know that the Boatyard's happy hour is the best place to gather for bar bites and handcrafted cocktails at great prices. And don't miss out on Ladies' Night every Thursday. Call ahead to book your reservation today at 954-525-7400. Clear the airways. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is The Real Guy Podcast. Everybody, welcome to The Real Guy Podcast. I got Lamont Jones in the studio tonight. And um, we've been brainstorming. We've been busy. We've got a major crisis going on in South Florida. We've had four major, major sewer lines break here in the town of uh, Fort Lauderdale. Lamont. Yo. <clears throat> thanks for being here, dude. Yeah, man. Um, dude, what do you make about all this crazy sewage stuff? Well, I went to both meetings. I listened to the – he's a city commissioner. The, city the- – City commissioner was Ben Sorensen. And the city manager. Manager, correct. And from what I've taken from the thing, from you know, I learned a lot of stuff that it's a seven-mile pipe that goes from the middle of the Coral Ridge Country Club golf course through Victoria Park, underneath Las Olas, underneath Hemershee, underneath the New River, and then up into Rio Vista. And the pipe that should have been replaced 20 to 30 years ago is just blowing out every time they repair a certain portion of it. Right. So we just like having major infrastructure failure in the sewage system. Major inf- uh, infrastructure failure, and it has wiped out like almost all the marine life in the two places that we know about. Right. Because we really haven't been running around, you know, doing recon on other areas. But two places, one being the Tarpon River which is a big deal. It happens to be named the Tarpon River for a reason. Right, 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 <laughs> you know? right. And the other was uh, the Hemershee Canal, which used to be good, you know, 20 years ago, and then it was okay, but it was a reliable bait spot, and that's wiped out. And they're both probably going to be wiped out for a long time. And the thing that we learned at both meetings with the commissioner and the manager is that they're willing to get up there and bold-faced lie like the mayor from Jaws. Right. Larry right, Vaughn. Right. And his um, city morgue guy, the one that changed the official cause of death from shark attack to boat attack. Right. When they saw that shark attack was going to hurt their revenue for the 4th of July weekend, they nixed that. Right. That, that's what – I mean, that's what um – I don't think we're the only ones that were kind of like thinking that way that were sitting in the um, the town meeting because there was a lot of people knew, especially knew that um, the city manager wasn't exactly who you call forthcoming with legitimate upfront information. Like it was definitely something that he was not trying to put right up front. Right. They were hammering out um, 
rhetorical answers. Because some of the people, some of the people up there were nutters, but there were some good questions asked, and they were good at avoiding the question and delivering a non sequitur answer that sounded really well thought out and forthright, right. but was not an answer to the question that the person with the microphone asked, what the you know the resident asked. Right. Right. So they have talking points. They definitely have a lawyer and some PR people working on talking points, and they're like, stick to this script. Right. And, I mean, that's government. That's politics for you. All politicians are going to do that, especially when they're cornered. Right. The guy's not, they're never going to get up there and admit, like, admit, like, to Kintner's mother that, like, oh, we knew there was a shark problem. We didn't close the beach. Sorry your son got mauled 25 feet from shore. But there are no signs at any of the places. You ran into paddleboarders and kayakers yesterday, right? Correct. What happened there? All right, so the lady, or the guy from Channel 7 News calls me up, and he wants me to take him out to show him you know, the devastation that the sewage... And remember, it's 300 million gallons of sewage that's on record that they said spilled. Right. But remember, we covered this three doors three days before they even recognized there was a spill. Right. So anyway, um, so we'll just go with their numbers. 300 million gallons of raw sewage getting dumped directly into um, the Tarpon River estuary. What was, the, what, were we, what was the point I was making? No signs. Right. No. So we leave with Channel 7 from the boat ramp, which is less than called a mile on the water from the main break as we leave the boat ramp it's a public park there's jet skiers kayak rentals paddleboard rentals no sign at the public park and boat ramp as we make our way towards the sewage spill we go through another public park which is annie beck park annie beck park is two blocks from where the fourth main break in victoria park was that drainage pipe that dr goes directly into the Victoria Park Canal was spewing <laughs> with raw sewage and has been draining raw sewage for three days now. No sign at that public park. Again, no sign to stay out of the water or warning to fishermen or recreational people. Correct. None. Correct. Even though on the city website, because God knows we all visit the city website once a day before we go fishing right. or, or boating or paddle boarding. It shows the affected areas, but no signage for the public, no signage for the tourists to see that we're having this huge hazard on the water. From the Victoria Park Canal, we go directly past the uh, Cooley Hammock Public Park, where people are fishing off the seawall. Cooley Hammock Public Park is literally 100 yards from the mouth of the Tarpon <laughs> River, which is at the major park. If there's 300 million gallons of sewage that was pumped out, 200 million gallons came out of Tarpon River. Now, people that aren't familiar with that area, let me fill them in real quick. That's where we've done a lot of videos. Correct. That's where we did the kicking freshwater Rob's ass on the seawall video, one of the first ones we ever uploaded to YouTube. That's where the power casting videos are done. We've done a lot of reports, and just a, that's a bit major spot for us. Dude, that fishing spot, before they totally killed everything in there, was the fishing spot that was so good we caught so many multiple 100-pound tarpon one day we couldn't reel in another, so we picked up a dude off the seawall and right. let him reel one in. Yes. That's the spot we're talking about, folks. Yep. And it has been devastated 
by over 300 million gallons of raw sewage. And what a turnaround things um, have been in the last 10 days. Because in the first two days when we were reporting the raw sewage getting pumped directly into the ecosystem, 50-50 of the people in social media called us a liar. Right. And said, you guys are idiots. There's no way there can be raw sewage being pumped directly into the intercoastal waterway. And all we did was kept showing videos and pictures of it happening. Right. And even when they saw the pictures, the naysayers were there. Now, here we are a week later, and it's on national news. It's on every news station. And um, they're having public meetings about it. And what are they saying? Confirming yeah. exactly what we reported at the beginning. So getting back to Jaws, right? Brody unilaterally decided he was going to close the beach. He gets on the little ferry. Quickly, the mayor, the city manager, and that morgue dude jump on that ferry with uh, Brody, and they say, you know, are you going to close the beaches on your own accord? Because technically you need a civil um, resolution to be able to do that. The city has done nothing. Like, I did read somewhere, Birch State Park, they closed their beach. Right. Because that's State Park. Right. On either side of it is Fort Lauderdale Park, but there were no signs up. Let me let me stop you there about the public beach. You know, there was no signs on the public beach. No. They they I think it's a purple flag that the co that the lifeguards will fly when there's a bacterial hazard or a toxic waste hazard or if there's whatever the reading is where people shouldn't go swimming. So they fly a purple flag on the back of the lighthouse stand. On the back the of the lifeguard, lifeguard stand. Yeah. And they and they that's supposed to, like every tourist that comes here that stays it's in those well major hotels, the color right? They look down out of the window and they're like, "Oh, no swimming today." They got the purple flag up. Right. Nobody knows what that purple no. flag means. I mean, the parallel to Jaws. I mean, how many times did Brody plead with the mayor? We're dealing with a shit shark, is what we have. This is modern day Jaws this with is the shit day shark. Jugs. And right now, um, your good buddy and the guy who was the original Snook Tarpon legend in Fort Lauderdale, a generation before us who we looked up to, he's, lied, he's laid up right now in a hospital room with a severe infection, and he's been in there for five days, right? right? He's been in there for five days. He's been on an IV for five days. They've been pumping him full of antibiotics. Thank God today um, the bacterial infection has stopped growing. And it's starting to recede a little bit, which means John's finally responding to some of these, you know, major antibiotics that they've been putting in him. But yeah, five days laid up in the hospital. And we're talking about a guy that gets up in the morning every day since like 1978, gets a dozen baits, goes down to the charter fleet and takes his clients fishing, him and the captain. And because of the no signs, because of this crazy sewage break, John's been laid up in the hospital with this bacterial infection, and it's sad. It's really sad. It can, and he he basically is the symbol similar to the Kidner kid. They said he didn't the die, or the the um, the skinny dipper, because the, he got sick. But now the city's turning their back. The next victim will be the Kidner kid, because then they would have known. Okay. When Brady got slapped, you knew that these beaches should have been shut down. Yet my boy is dead. You know what I mean? And that's where the mayor and the, or the city manager or whoever's, you know, really accountable for this thing is going to get, it's going to get bad because other people are going to get sick. Right. Tedder's not the only one that's going to end up in the hospital. Right. And how many tourists are going to go home 
that did the jet ski rental or the paddleboard rental and are going to get sick when they get home and not even put two and two together that right. they were in the, right. the, the infected water. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a pretty sign. And it's just crazy that when, when what was it, 1970, what, Jaws, they did? Seven. 1977. And in today's dynamic, all right, so it's not the 30-foot Jaws that's terrorizing the neighborhood, but it's the sewage system. And the same exact things are in place. Some of the people in the government want to hide this. Other people in the government want to friggin' save everybody. Who, who do you think's playing the Brody role? Sorensen, the commissioner? The, no, he's the, Sorensen is the, um, the commissioner that didn't believe. He's, he's, he's Larry Vaughn plus the commissioner from part two that saw the photos of the underwater shark, but ref it was too abstract for him. He refused to believe it and eventually got Brody to resign. <laughs> you remember this stuff. And then right now you're again in the role of Quint, except the city can't hire one guy to fix this. If it was about going out and killing a shark, we could get you and Josh Jorgensen out there and this thing would be solved today. But... <laughs> That's not, this is a seven mile shit shark pipe, a doo-doo pipe, four right. feet tall, 54 inches. I never heard anybody actually call it 44 feet tall, but correct. Four and, and a half feet. Yeah, four and a half feet tall, and it should have been replaced 20 to 30 years ago. It's breaking in places in the city to draw another movie parallel. It's like in Titanic. They are not going to fix this thing. This city is going to sink. It's going to take 10 years to fix this thing, at least. And it's like Titanic when the, whatever, the engineer came up to Rose and said, Rose, we've hit an iceberg. This ship is going to sink. There aren't enough lifeboats for only, ha or life jackets for half the people on this boat. Get one now and get in a lifeboat and get out of here. She didn't listen to him. She ran away, blah, blah, blah. But right now the city should be telling those people at that meeting we went to, we can't fix this this week. Or this month, or probably in 2020, come up with a different solution to evacuating your waste. Right, <laughs> right. Well, and, and then and there's a lot of dynamics where this is way worse than the Jaws plot could ever go. Like, I was I was totally floored that both the mayor and the commissioner were right up front. They said that they knew that they had this problem on their hands. Mm -hmm. They said that people had already paid for it and they had the money to fix the problem, but they chose to spend the money on other things and they just didn't get to it? That's criminal. That's straight up criminal. That's a, that's a Las Vegas roll of the dice and they rolled snake eyes. Maybe you'd be able to get out of your term and it not bust like every other commissioner did in this town. Like, cross our fingers, let's just hope the sewer pipe doesn't bust under my watch. It's criminal, but is it criminal in reality, or is it just criminal in theory? In theory. Yeah, because the government never prosecutes no, the government. No. Those guys never are held accountable. No. And when the guy keeps, he keeps using accountable and saying, I'm accountable, I'm accountable. Well, what does accountability look like? When do I know when I've received it? Right. And when can we be like, oh, he's been held accountable? Right. Instead of him just saying it over and over, it's like a child that's repeating a phrase that they don't quite understand. Oh, I'm accountable. Oh, I'll be accountable for this. Right. Well, if you can't do anything, accountability is also a theory. It's not, Right. it'll never happen. Right.
But I did learn something, you know, something big um, at the civic meetings. Um, and, you know, there's two sides to this coin. People want to villainize, you know, the, the government officials. But I don't know. How many people do you think got up there and said something? About 20? In both meetings? In the last meeting. And the last one? Yeah. Say 20? I'd say 10 out of those 20 people were complete nuts. Like fruitcakes. <laughs> they were nuts. The first lady that refused to even wait for the... Ben Sorensen to give his introductory speech, she was drunk and cut him off and said, before you get started, let me say something. And then she proceeded to really say nothing and stormed out of the place and bumped into me on her way out. <laughs> and then another woman got up there and sang a song. And another woman went up there and talked about how she has pink eye. Right. And it was... So, so from that standpoint, like I kind of feel bad for the commissioner. Not so much the city manager, but definitely the commissioner. I kind of felt bad because could you imagine having to deal with 50% nuts all the time? Then those people call him all the time, too. Right. On the phone. And they write letters. The lady said we wrote a letter. A letter? (laughs) I haven't opened mail in seven years. Like, people could be writing me stern letters. I wouldn't even know. You know, until I get an email that says that your bill is about to be overdue, that's when I pay it. I don't open AT&T, FP&L, nothing. Right, right. So so 50% of the people were total nuts, and not that they didn't have anything good to say, but it's just hard to take them serious when they act like that and look like that and sound like that. Then you had 50% of the people that are actually concerned, fishermen, residents, people that were really concerned. And some of those comments were really smart. But when the city commissioner wanted to argue that the sign that the signage was up, I don't know if you were there for that. Yeah, I was there. He said that there was over 50 signs posted. That was a straight lie. He, he, he said they were on Cordova, right? I don't know where he said they were, but 50 signs? Something he said, I just drove here, like, and I went down Cordova and I saw them. But you know, you did a video, or the news did a video, and there were none at Cooley Hammock. There were none at Victoria Park. None, and Victoria Park, it, I'd imagine that the city has some kind of partnership with those retail um, rental places, the paddleboard and right. watercraft. And they they can't close them down. It's so so much of a Jaws situation that the city of Fort Lauderdale isn't like, hey, jet ski and paddleboard guys, you guys are out for a t- couple weeks. We'll get back in touch with you. You're, sh- you're shuttered. You're done. No, those guys are still there doing their Craigslist rentals right? to people, tourists, that aren't watching Channel 6 at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and have no idea. That's the other thing, too. I kind of, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm giving the um, local news. I'm actually going to give them credit on this one. They've been covering it. They've been giving it as much time as they possibly can. But how many people do you think in Broward County that are under the age of 50 actually watch local news? Small percentage, man. Ten percent? Yeah. Less? Yeah. I, I I guarantee you that on those original posts that we made about the sewage getting dumped into the Tarpon River, tripled or quadrupled the reach. Right. Especially of people under the under fifty, than the actual news did. You know, people YouTube, under 50 and, and Facebook, people Instagram. People that have boats and people that might go to the beach or might go somewhere and try to get into some marine activity. But you know what I noticed with all the uh, local news crews and stuff, because I've seen them, <laughs> seems like I see them every day now, right? Yeah. Or every other day for over 10 days. 
But I think it's actually getting to them. Like, it's not the normal, um, you know, drama scene. It's it something has that. To. I think it's it, like, you know, because they're covering it, they see the dead fish, they see the disgust in the people, they see the lies that are going on, they see what's really happening. I think they're starting to actually get into the real cause and effect of what's actually happening instead of just being drones out there covering the news. Right. I mean, the pressure, I didn't get up there and speak yesterday. I only attended like half of the meeting or whatever. But are there signs up today? No. No. And there weren't. And, you know, it's hard for me not to get upset. Yeah. Because I was at the the Cooley Hammock Park two days ago. Yeah. Um, and I, there were some people crabbing and fishing. And thank God that uh, they didn't catch anything. Probably because everything's dead. Yeah. But I asked him, I said, do you realize that that is the, the, the Tarpon River? Do you realize that that's where the sewage has been spewing out? And they're like, no. Like, well, it's been all over the news. And they well, we didn't see. And there was no sign there. So I have the city manager's number and stuff in my phone. So I sa- he said, yeah, if you need anything, call me or text me. So I said, did you realize there's people fishing right in front of the Tarpon River, right in front of the sewage, <laughs> and there's no sign here? And what they wrote back was, oh, well, we posted it on the website. <laughs> the next day, there was still no sign there. Today, there's still no sign there. Yeah. What the hell is going on? How does that friggin' work? How do we have 20, close to 20 cop boats lined up in 15th Street? And them not being on patrol, telling people to keep their asses out right, of the water. There's only a couple spots that are accessible to the public. You could just monitor it and have, you know, a T-topper. Hey, guys, megaphone. Seawall's closed today. The water's dirty. Sorry. Don't, don't fish here. Don't swim here. Dude, it'll be friggin' Tuesday night at 10 o'clock after a rainstorm. There isn't a person on the water. And we have two cops in the port, yeah. a Coast Guard guy in the port, a friggin' FWC dude in the friggin' port. And nobody's out there. Nobody. But on a Saturday, in the middle of a hazard zone, during a sewage spill, none of them are out there. I can't make a sign. That's Jaws stuff right yeah. there. That's Jaws stuff right there. Yeah. Because those officers and, and those people with the badges, I know some of them. They're kind of thrown back by it. Right. I don't know, dude. Totally nuts. Totally nuts, in my opinion. So, because of this... Uh, this crazy ass tragedy that we're having here in South Florida. I don't want people out there in the audience to think that this is just a Fort Lauderdale thing. <laughs> it's been it's been crazy here in Fort Lauderdale because we had these massive breaks all at one time. And we have the massive um, finger canal system. Right. <laughs> right. We are definitely have a congested canal system. There's not a lot of area between places so when there is sewage here i mean it's right in people's backyards i mean it's very but but this is a florida thing as as this as this coverage has been going on and we've been putting up the information on all forms of social media the amount of emails that i'm getting from across the state is insane of guys saying it happened in their town it's happening in my town right they have sewage issues okay maybe they're not getting 300 million gallons dumped in in a small period of time right like up in titusville for instance um the tide's getting higher, and the old septic systems from the towns and stuff are creeping into the Mosquito Lagoon. 
The big difference there, okay, so they don't get 300 million gallons in a couple of days, but they get a, a seepage in there all the time. But right. the tide in Mosquito Lagoon never goes anywhere. Right. You know, like here, we have the ocean trying to filter or trying to push in new water. And the, and the Mosquito Lagoon, they don't have a big tide. A tide right. to clean everything out. It just moves back and forth. Right. So it's just sitting there Ugh. stewing and getting worse. And Blair Wiggins did the program with the clams because the clams can't live in there anymore. And if you dig around in the mud, it stinks just like the sewage that's being pumped into the Tarpon River. So oh. that's happening in Titusville. Sarasota's got issues like that constantly. Constantly. At the same time that they closed our beaches down here in Fort Lauderdale, they closed some major beaches in Tampa during the Christmas break yeah. because of the same exact thing, sewage and bacteria levels that are too high, that are too hazardous for people to even get in the water. Yeah. So it's a state thing. And starting with Trump, then going to Senator Scott, he's still the senator, right? Yeah. DeSantis, yeah. this is the governor that's supposed to, yeah, whatever, whatever yeah. their friggin' names are, whatever their titles are, blah, blah, blah. Dude, this is a disaster that has been going on for years and years and years. But I think all the fishermen will agree with me in the state of Florida, the rate of speed in the last three years is absolutely undocumented. We've never seen this before. Yeah. Places where there used to be wildlife and good water and fish just three, four years ago now have nothing. Nothing. Where was the fourth break? Hendricks? No, right here. The fourth break was right here. Two yeah, not the, not the one in your street. The one that was on an aisle. I'm not positive. I'm not positive. I thought it was just the one in Victoria Park, two in Tarpon River, and one in the Hemershe Canal. That's the other no, there's a fifth. Oh. There's like Hendricks or Isle of Venice. One of those had one, too. Yeah. And I'm sure there was quite a few more that people didn't really recognize that the city knew about that nobody knows about. Dude, when I woke up, what was I f screwed up this week? What is today, Monday? Right. I woke up Saturday morning and saw the address of the one in Victoria Park. That is, I was like, oh, my God, that's up two blocks from Jeff's house. Like, Jesus Christ. How ironic is that? Yeah. That one, it took somebody like us, somebody that's actually on the water, to report the original sewage spill, make a big deal about it, be called a naysayer, and then friggin' 10 days later, it's two blocks away, in the street? Right. In the street, dude, there was neighbors of mine that were opening up their friggin' garage door as the sewage poured in their garage down oh. there. Mitchell Vital's mom lives on that corner. And when I went down there at 9 o'clock in the morning to see what the heck was happening because I got a text, do you know how many people are out there worrying about the situation? None. Nobody. Well, the, the, there was about eight or nine people where the sewage was creeping into their front door that was out in the street. There was about three small trucks there trying to deal with the situation. And it was a quick fix. And you know why it was a quick fix? Because there's a drain right there. So most of the sewage went down that drain and then spilled right out under the Victoria right. Park Canal. Right. Insane, dude. <laughs> Insane. Insane. <laughs> so, where do we go from here? What are we doing from here? What do we do from here? We're now still at the point where we're all at the city commission meeting in Amity, where the city commission and the mayor are sitting up there and 
the residents are all sitting in the chairs cracking jokes about is the $10,000 reward in check or cash and all that other stuff. But I'd say the first thing we have to do is put pressure on that city commissioner and the city manager, whoever it is. You must close down. You've got to close down these um, accessible areas. Cooley Hammock, Annie Beck, George English Park. There's some place Riverland, wherever, you know what I mean? Map it out. And those guys, you can't just put up a little, like, sign that, you know, like a little election sign. This thing has to have four-by-four four posts, and it has to be, like, on a piece of plywood. Right. That says, warning, seawall closed, do not fish, swim, crab, until further notice. Signed, City of Fort Lauderdale. Okay, that's what the city needs to do. Yeah. What do the people need to do? They can't do anything. They're just like the people that don't have life jackets on the Titanic. What are you going to do? You can't do anything. Do we demonstrate? Do we protest? You demonstrate. Yeah, yeah. Just that's yeah. Keep the pressure up. Keep the pressure on uh, the guys. And it's you have to outreach has to be tempered. There's going to be more breaks. The outrage is kind of at 100 right now. Right. Like six breaks doesn't make it worse than five and then the seventh break is like holy now we're going nuclear there's an eighth oh my we're at maximum now you know what i mean yeah and we have to expect there's going to be more barring giant you know mile square mile sections of fort lauderdale getting their water shut off shut off for weeks while they fix it it's not an option unless the you know <laughs> Well, you know, a lot of the audience doesn't realize um, what we have planned going forward with the demonstrations and protests here in Fort Lauderdale. But I'm hoping and I'm praying that on January 12th, when we hold the on-water demonstration, where we actually are going to have picket signs, Washington, D.C.-style protest and demonstration, but on the water with hundreds and hundreds of boats and in the park, Right in front of the canal where the sewage was spilling out. We float and we vote. We float and we vote. Yeah. That's a sign I made. Yeah. Um, I've seen some other good signs. I've seen some real good signs. I've seen one that says uh, priority number one, sewage. I thought that was a good sign. I also saw a sign that says poop takes priority. i seen another sign that said what the shit. <laughs> You know, there's lot. I mean, there's lots of good signs. I got one. What? Well, it's more of a demonstration or a performance. You yell shark, and people go, hey, what? And they get out of the water. You yell shit. Nobody hears nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hear, what? <laughs> Poop in my canal? The dolphins are on. I can't go down to that meeting. Yeah. Dolphins are playing the Patriots. Yeah. I, I think that was one of the things that I learned during this whole thing so far that's kind of sickening. You know, there's a lot of people that live right here, my neighbors, people in that Rio Vista neighborhood, people all through Tarpon River and stuff, that are actually don't want to acknowledge the situation because they're embarrassed. That almost makes me sick to my stomach. Like people are going to judge them? Like, oh, you're a poop victim? Oh, you live in Rio Vista? Boy, that must have really stink over there. Ha, ha, ha. Dude, people are embarrassed. So they're not willing to speak up or say anything? They're just going to put their head in the sand? People are embarrassed. 
people have misdirected outrage. You just look at social media and Facebook. People are more energized and far more educated about national politics that don't really even affect them. Which is all smoke and mirrors anyway. Right, which is smoke and mirrors and the trade deficit between the United States and some country I've never heard of really doesn't affect me at all. But shit running in the streets does. But dude, pull somebody away from cable news and be like, hey, here's your own backyard. Um, do you know who your city commissioner is? No. But they can name dudes senators of states they'll never visit and all kinds of other stuff in national politics that'll never affect them or affect, affect them minimally when they should be just as focused, even more so, laser focused on there's not proper sewage in your own city. Correct. State. In your own state. It's a state thing. Because if it was just a city thing... We wouldn't see the fish kills like we've seen. We right. wouldn't see the huge, dramatic decrease in fish populations. You know? So it's definitely a state thing. And people still don't get it. No. People don't get it. It's kind of crazy to me. And, um, yeah, the number of people that actually showed up to the city meetings is alarming to me. And let people know, listen to this podcast all over, um, you know, all over the country, all over the world or whatever. This particular part of Fort Lauderdale is the richest of the rich. These are the most connected people in town. Correct. These are the people that pay off the politicians. These are the developers that have the politicians in their back pockets. The multi-generational wealth in Fort Lauderdale lives in that area. This is not some middle-class sh schmuck neighborhood where everybody's working nine to five. But this ain't Flint. No. Where people don't have an extra nickel to do anything or whatever. All these people here have a... Have it's concentrated power in the city of Fort Lauderdale, and none of them showed up to the, to the either of the meetings. A few, almost none, almost none. But you just would have thought it would be overwhelming participation right. by these people of other people. I mean, think about it. These are the people that probably play somewhere between fifty to seventy percent of all tax revenues. They're the ones paying. <laughs> you would think they'd be the most pissed. The shit is in your canal. The shit is right. in your yard. You have seawall that's taxed at a, such an unbelievable rate. Right. Mm. And you're not frigging outraged enough to show up to a meeting? Do you think they're going to have the same attitude for the protest on January 12th? Or do you think they're going to get in their boats and they're going to rally? How, how many confirmations do you have? I have a lot of confirmations, but I've got to tell you, they're from, they're from smaller boat guys. Right. A lot of guides, a lot of fishermen, a lot of skiff dudes. Sure. People that like to hang out on the sandbar on the weekends and the drink swells. beers. Not the scotch aces. I want to know how many 50 fucking footers are we going to have lined up in the New River this week protesting for clean water? How many people from that yacht club that pay, what, 30000 bucks a year to be a friggin' member that have their kids in the water multiple in times a week, are they going to show up to the protest? Are they going to show some passion? Not until a couple of them kids get sick. Racing those little sailboats around and stuff, and a kid's going to get the same shit that Tedder has. So it's going to take more than the local fishermen to get sick or exactly. sick. Exactly. Well, much more. Yeah. Well, I got a feeling. Um, I got a feeling it's coming. I, don't I mean, know. that park, that little park there in Rio Vista that's kind of like triangle-shaped. Right. Dude, I would not let my kid play on that. That's what they flooded that. That became like a marsh of doo-doo. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I mean, and that's, in the they park. got a little jungle gym there and a couple little things for the kids. 
and you always see the kids playing in there. It's a cool little park. But I would tell my kid, like, unless you're putting on full Grundens and those white boots, like, don't go over there. So you left that 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 a meeting a little bit early. There was a yeah. guy that spoke right at the end that was so freaking good. And he explained it like this. He looked around the crowd, and his house was right there in front of the friggin' major friggin' burst. And he looked at the crowd, and he said he wanted everybody in that crowd to understand that the city works for the city. And the city does not work for you yeah, one all. second out of the day, any day at all. Never. So his whole yard got flooded with the sewage. He was, like, right at the epicenter of it. He said he had one person from the city to visit his house. And that, that person came and said that they would help clean up his yard. And then put a contract in front of him that he wanted to sign, or a document in front of him that he wanted to sign. I read that contract. Did you see that? Yeah. That's unbelievable. Elaborate. They have the balls oh. to do that. It basically absolved the city of everything. Right. I'll clean up your yard for you as but long as you don't you can don't never make... sue us. You can never hold us responsible if we do anything. And the doo-doo is not our problem. It's yours. We're doing you a favor. Sign here. You can never um, choose to get a recourse of action against us. We're absolved. Mm. That's insane. Totally insane. But how friggin' true. And how many people believe and want the government to look out for them. It ain't going to happen, folks. It ain't going to happen when the shit comes in your yard or your canal or when you send your kid to school or when you're going up and down the highway. The best thing you're ever going to get is a cop that actually cares about his job and is concerned about what he does on a daily basis. Yeah. That's about all you're going to get from the government at this point. And if they do do something for you, they want you to sign your life away and hold them responsible for nothing. Crazy. Is this new? Or is this same old? It's just a growth. It's just grown. I'm sure they probably had contracts 30 years ago or whatever, but they were two liners. Like, hey, if our guy gets injured on your property or this and that, like general liability, but not a multiple-page contract with a, you know addendums at the bottom. and Right. How many people do you think walked up to me this week to shake my hand and introduce themselves? Hundreds. Right? Yeah. And me too. I wanted to shake their hands and know who they are and stuff. Do you know how many people I met from that crazy-ass turtle foundation, the turtle police from the beach? Do you know how many people walked up to me and shook my hand? None. None. Do you know how many manatee lovers None. with all the manatee signs and all the different restrictions that we have over the manatees? Do you know how many of them showed up yeah. and shook my hand? None. Yeah, fake misdirected outrage. Dude, a lot of these organizations. I mean, normally I would call out the CCA on this. But at least the president here in Broward County, who lives about four blocks from the major spill, showed his face, showed some concern, is actually doing what he can. What he can. But along with the government, these big associations that are supposedly out there for us and for our wildlife, where the hell were they this week? I figured they would have been walking around, recruiting people, talking to people, trying to fix the problem, being part of the solution. No. They just no. want the money. Yeah. They want the membership, 30 bucks a month or 30 bucks a year to be part of their association or whatever. Have a gala, have a black tie event. See, this, this you know, like... This whole idea, like teaming up with people, having sponsors and all that, we've always been anti. These are the days you feel good 
that you're not tied up with a whole bunch of people. Right. I mean, are those people that are politically connected in Rio Vista torn between their own private dealings with the city that could get burned? Some. And actual outrage for their own home and their children and, you know, just the disgustingness of the whole thing. Like, gee, God, I would, you know, raise absolute hell here, but I'm trying to get this building rezoned. I'm trying to get this apartment building so I can demolish it and put up a... Somebody made it... Like, they're all little good points, and people have good ones. And I I forget who it was, because there's just so much going on, but they're like, every single family home in Victoria Park that's been replaced by a four-unit townhouse... Right. That's four times the doo-doo. Right. Versus, you know, remember how little your first house was here. 780 feet. Two people lived there. They had a baby. The baby moved out at 18 or 19, and the little old people lived there. But now, you see it on your own street, they've replaced all these little single-family homes with four- and five-banger townhouses. Yep, yep, yep. And, and, that, and, th- and those are the small ones. There's other ones that are 20 stories high with right. 100 residences in there under the same old sewage infrastructure that we built in the 70s. And... The crazy-ass government is approving more. Insane. Totally insane. But normal. Along with, like, the the, the, ja- the Jaws um, connections with this thing was hysterical. In the first meeting, someone accused um, Ben Sorensen of looking the other way for beach development, of putting up a skyscraper hotel condo thing, which... You know, people that know old Fort Lauderdale, the little mom and pop hotels are gone, and now they're all giant skyscrapers, especially on A1A. There's the Ritz, there's the W, Hilton, Conrad, all those. The best of the best. The best of the best. And he goes, well, that he goes, that's not exactly true. They are paying an extra 154000 <laughs> The hundred fifty-four thousand that they're going to take and steal and put it in the general fund and not put it for sewage anyway. A hundred and fifty-four thousand for a thirty-six-story uh, mega hotel yeah. that looks like a Vegas hotel. I hate to break the news. One hundred fifty-four thousand dollars is like their electricity for half a month. Right. If. Right. 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 And that's the other thing too is like I listen to everybody and they talk about what a huge undertaking this is going to be. Are we not the United States of America? Are we not the most progressive, most technologically advanced society in the world? And we can't dig up a fucking pipe and put in a new one so everybody can take a shit? Seven miles? Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. At this, at this level, basically, I don't know any how upward um, government mobility works or whatever, but I do know that when we go to a war like Afghanistan or Iraq or Central America or whatever, one of the first things they do is lay down plumbing. We're better, the reason why we win wars is not really because our guys are tougher than the other people. We're ability to make food, have clean drinking water, and have sewage for the soldiers. It's not just random soldiers running around like pulling their pants down and shitting in the sand. <laughs> the United States has a system. They could get the Army Corps of Engineers here, start at the Corridge Country Club at the golf course there, draw the beeline, cut checks to everybody in that path. Right. People complain about government waste and spending and everything. Dude, that is pennies. The cost to put people in a hotel, 
for 300 residents, 600, whatever it would be, is the price of one wing on a fighter plane. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? They put everybody in that fancy place down there in the beach. Gosh, they could even cut a deal with over the 154,000. And come in with the real ground movers, the real Tonka truck things, and we're digging this some bitch up, and it's going to be done by, you know, February 2021. It's done. And right. there's a brand new pipe, and that's it. Now, what do you think about the argument that this should be a na- uh, considered a national disaster? I don't know enough. I, I don't know enough. Probably. I don't know enough either. But I would, I would like to put it in the national disaster category, not for the people, but for the water. For the environment. Right, for the water. Yeah. For the wildlife. The amount of... All right. The canal system was infected before this. Right. But at least you would see birds, iguanas, Cat crab, crab, fish, blah, yeah. blah, blah. For over a week now, there has been no life, zero. So a bird lands on the seawall and looks into the water and gets a whiff of that crap, and they're off to other places. Dude, yesterday leaving, there was the cr- craziest looking spider at that church that was about this big. Like a banana spider, maybe? No. Bigger than a banana spider, fatter body, and fatter, hairier legs. That banana spider is kind of like a crab almost. All right. But this thing had a little more beef to him and was just laid up there on a parking curb five feet from the water. Right there, you know, behind Domino's. And I was like, geez, is that spider, like, supposed to be burrowed in somewhere? And, like, we're never supposed to. I've never seen one of those things before. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm like, that thing, I have, if I had to guess, that thing's supposed to be down there in those rocks or in these mangroves or whatever, and you're really never supposed to come in contact with him. And, like, a dog that doesn't have a place to sit in your house, he's kind of just st- sitting there like, where am I supposed to go? You know? What am I supposed to do? And he, he lo- the thing looked really dangerous. <laughs> yeah. It, no, it wouldn't surprise me, dude. It, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's freaking gross. It's and gross. Nothing. You smell it. Nothing is alive. No plants, no crustaceans, no nothing. It's all, all dead. dead. And because of that, I think that the feds, the state, whoever what the hell they got to do, should consider it a natural disaster. And the other thing, too, is that water is leaving those estuaries and yes. infecting more areas. Of course. And more areas yeah, it's not and white. more sea life. Right. And because of that, I think they should call it a national disaster. Yeah, sounds good. I mean, eh, it's an argument anyway, right? Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not like like illegitimate. Like people thought that the first claims of raw sewage was. Right. Why did the naysayers come out like that? Any clue? Because they think that people are dumb, and that they'll just move on. Is it their desire to be right, maybe? It's their desire to be right. Their desire to be an expert in something? Yep. I don't know. I mean, I'm all, I'm all for calling somebody out that has a track record of saying dumb shit that isn't true. But we built our whole set social network on simply showing people what we do on a daily basis and what we see on a daily basis. And our only real good reputation that we have is at least we tell it like it is, whether you like it or not. Right. And they didn't want, and the naysayers were there, not even a, I mean, dude, 
in seconds. It's a weird phenomena. It's a weird phenomena. I don't get it. Well, to repeat again, it is January 12th. That's a Sunday. Right. People with boats, where do they meet up? People with boats, we want you guys, uh, especially the smaller boats, to be out on the sandbar where everybody hangs out in front of the New River. Please don't swim. <laughs> don't bring the floats. Okay? I think the water bacteria level will probably be at a level where they'll probably tell you you can swim. Right. But don't. But the smaller boats, be out on the sandbar. Bring your signage. Bring your good attitude. Yeah. If you have bigger boats, I want you to I want you to anchor up on the south side of the New River, going towards Tarpon Bend. Because some of these dudes, these big sport fishers, are going to show up and yeah. stuff, and they're not going to be. On, I don't want them to get on the sandbar. Yeah. But if they anchor up on the south side of the New River, there's plenty of room. It's legal to anchor there. They won't impede traffic. That's another thing. This type of protest and demonstration, we are not trying to impede traffic. We are not trying to villainize the mayor or the commissioner. Right. What we are demanding is we are demanding that sewage take a priority. And we are demanding that the city come up with a plan and then be accountable for the plan that they come up with. Anyway. Before the big demonstration at the Tarpon River Brewery, we'll be having a sign-making day. If you'd like to bring the family down, bring the kids, we're going to have arts and crafts, and we're going to be making signs with slogans on them for the demonstration. There's so many people I want to thank this week for freaking reaching out and giving us good information, showing their support, but that would take another 48 minutes, and we're not going to do the podcast for that long. But if you guys are listening to the podcast, you know who I'm talking about, and I want you to thank you from the bottom of my heart. There's been a uh, there's been a movement here in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, people are coming together, and I think we're going to be able to take a stand. And I think we're going to get national coverage on this. We're going to get coverage that's not only going to help Fort Lauderdale, but it's going to help the rest of the state. In closing, that's Lamont Jones. All right, thanks everybody for listening. I'm Captain Jeff, the Lunker Dog. And thanks for listening to the Real Guy Podcast. Stay tuned because we will keep you updated on the um, sewage crisis here in uh, Broward County. And thanks so much for listening to the Real Guy Podcast.